You have an entrepreneurial heart. If something inside of you dreams of creating, innovating, serving others with a larger impact, having your own business, getting to work for yourself, creating solutions for some of the world's biggest problems. If any of these things have ever crossed your mind, you are an entrepreneur inside. Welcome. My name is Adina and I'm your host of the Finance, Business and Purpose podcast. And today we're going to be digging in to the fact that you don't need to already have a business currently to be an entrepreneur at heart. And all those things I just described is exactly what I was feeling five years ago from today in March 2019. I was about almost one month pregnant with my first baby Lola and I was successful in my career as an immigration attorney. I was doing meaningful work. I was having an impact. I had already survived and gotten through some really big financial struggles um, with my husband that we went through after he immigrated to the U.S. And, um, after, you know, there was no information out there on how how immigrants and, and mixed status um, families could participate in the financial system. So we went through this whole journey. We had finally reached some stability. We finally owned our first home. It was a little townhouse to get, that we had together. And we had our first baby on the way. But I still had all those feelings inside just that I just described. I was desperate inside. I was going crazy. I had I, the only way I can describe it is like a burning sacral feeling that I had to create more. I had to build something that was coming out of me that I had almost no control over. I had no choice over it. It was burning inside of me. I could feel myself expanding and it was like a frustration. It was an angry frustration that I knew I had more potential to give, that I knew I could be helping more people, that I knew I could be building something from my own imagination that would help make the world a little bit better. And it was like dying to come out of me. So that was my story. What was going on? March, 2019, like I said, I'd already come over, overcome a lot of really significant challenges. I was on my way to expanding with my family and starting a family, but I had this burning desire to create and have a bigger impact. So that's what it can look like um, when you are on the verge of really stepping into your entrepreneurship, but you haven't actually started a business yet, but it's like, burning inside you. It's dying to come out. And you may be like me where you never worked in the private sector before. That was, that was my case. The only private sector jobs I had worked at were like my first, like in the restaurant industry, my first jobs basically. And after college, um, you know, like being a hostess and, um, working in a, in a bar and things like that to save money. Um, and so I had always worked in nonprofit advocacy. Um, I had no interest in business before or the private sector or focusing on money. Um, but I'd always been a really creative person. Um, and I had to realize through my whole journey 
that even though I hadn't worked in a business, even though I didn't have a business yet at that point, <clears throat> excuse me, getting over a cough, um, that I actually always had been an entrepreneur. My whole professional career to that date, I had been innovating and creating new projects and programs to start to, you know, address a little bit, some really, really big problems going on in the immigration system, innovating, developing new ideas and solutions, um, being a thought leader, being a disruptor. So I'd already been acting as an entrepreneur, just not in the traditional way that you hear about of like starting a brick and mortar business, right? Um, and so this is where I found myself at this juncture where I had been creating, I had already been an entrepreneur for years and I didn't know it. And I had my next entrepreneurial endeavor burning inside of me, um, ready to come out. Not a coincidence that it coincided with my first daughter being boring. She definitely brought it out of me. Um, and yeah, I was ready to go. And so this, this may be you too, if you have been in a position um, like I said, where maybe you haven't started a business before, but you have been a leader in your profession, in your in your office, in your company, in your job, in your organization. You have brought new ideas to the table. Um, you have stood out as thinking a little bit differently than others, maybe thinking more out of the box, maybe being oriented more towards solutions than complaining, right? These are all things that entrepreneurs do. Um, and part of tapping into that entrepreneurial heart that you already have inside is realizing that you are an already an entrepreneur, just like I had to realize. So like I said, I had been behaving as an entrepreneur for years. Um, and I, I just had to realize it. And once I started an online business, there was a point where I had to see you know what, I'm not starting from scratch. I have skills. They may not be like from directly the same experience. I've never started online business before. I've never, you know, charged money before. Right. But, um, but like, I know how to think out of the box and create solutions and have courage and innovate and be messy and put myself out there and face my doubts and fears and insecurities and take action anyway. Those are actually the most important parts of entrepreneurship. All the other like traditional built business skills, things like marketing and sales and systems and business finances, like all of that you can learn. Um, it's more of that core character trait of being someone who thinks outside of the box, who innovates, who disrupts that makes you already an entrepreneur. And that's something I wish someone had told me from the beginning. So that's why I wanted to do this episode to be speaking directly to you if that is you as well, so that I can tell you right now, if you feel those things I'm describing, you're already an entrepreneur and you will be successful starting a business because you know the most important stuff of how to do that. So once I realized this myself, right, um, my heart really blew open. It was crazy. It was like a huge weight had been lifting, lifted because you know, I realized I didn't have to start from scratch anymore. I didn't have to figure out how I was supposed to be an entrepreneur. Um, I just had to realize that I already knew how to use my instinct to figure out hard things, to learn new skills. Um, I already knew how to use my instinct to 
innovate and create. Um, and I really had to kind of let go in the process of everything I had to learn to start a business and trust myself, right? Um, this allowed me to go from feeling completely financially trapped with like very limited potential to increase income in my, in my, um, career, you know, at working in the nonprofit space, um, being the primary earner in my family, facing a lot of limits financially and not seeing a clear way out. It allowed me to go from that to getting to position where I could have endless potential available to me through entrepreneurship. Through entrepreneurship, the sky is the limit. You can create whatever you want to create and develop whatever you want to develop. And there is no cap to what that can look like forever. So it's a huge expansion and openness to delve into this area of entrepreneurship. Um, and that ultimately allowed me to go to my next level, to really step into my power more and to have things like, you know, buying our dream home when for years that felt impossible to have a backyard, right? Um, to be able to eventually have two children when there were years where I thought it wasn't going to be possible financially for us to have kids, right? Um, to have the option in my family for my husband to leave his job during the pandemic and take care of our kids and have that flexibility, right? Um, and so these were all things that entrepreneurship opened up for me. The problem was when I got to this point where I realized everything that was possible, um, when I listened to that sacral burning inside, I made the decision to really go into online business and, and step into my entrepreneurship in that space. I didn't know the next step. So I didn't know how to actually build that. So that led to like do, having to do a lot of training and coaching and working with mentors to go and learn all the skills. Um, but again, that's all doable. Um, and I knew, I didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. I didn't know exactly how I'd be able to help people and change people's lives in a way that I knew I, I had the potential to do. Um, I didn't know how, so that was a big challenge. I just knew it was possible. And so a lot of the experience was again, like that letting go, I said, and just diving in and being messy and learning what I had to learn and trusting the process that it would unfold and that my purpose and my mission would carry me through to go learn what I need to learn and build what I needed to build in order to help the people that I meant to help. Right. And so there were many challenges along the way. Still, I want to name a few in case you're experiencing any of these for, to normalize, really be vulnerable so that you know that you're not alone. And, and these are things people don't talk a lot about, but can really be, be challenges in the entrepreneurial journey. So big one is like fear of being visible, like showing up online. Um, so I was actually anonymous for two years when we started on our online business. It was an anonymous blog for a few years. And then even, uh, these were like kind of early days of Instagram, but we were, um, you know, also anonymous on Instagram for a while, didn't have like our names or pictures, finally stepped into doing that, you know, making videos now have, you know, have had a podcast for several years now, but that was a really big challenge to be visible. And to be honest, it's still something I struggle with. I probably will always struggle with. I still, you know, get a little bit nervous before every time I do a video or podcast and, that is part of being an entrepreneur is like you are the, you are taking on that risk and you're putting yourself out there um, because 
it can help others. And so it becomes about your mission and the people you can help. And that becomes bigger than the fears and doubts you have that, that come up along the way. Right. Um, I also had like a lot of, uh, struggles with being able to charge for my value, my time, my energy. I've had to work on that for years. Um, especially being coming from the nonprofit space and having never like charged before that was really challenging. So that's something just to give you a heads up in the journey that may come up. If you are, you know, someone like, like me with that experience, or even if not, even if you've worked in the corporate sector, just being like charging in your own business and being like my expertise and my time and energy is worth this requires, um, a lot of self-belief work. Right. And, it's a worthwhile journey because it, it it brings you to a place in that journey where you can own more, you know, your value. And that's extremely important. It's important to model for the people you're helping as well so that they can do the same. Um, so happy to talk more about those challenges in more episodes or if you have questions, just like reach out. But at the end of the day, what I really wanted going through this journey was of entrepreneurship was to you know, first of all, feel financially secure and empowered. And that's taken a lot of work to be able to admit that, right? But at the end of the day, like I needed to have my basic needs met for for my family and I, so I could go and focus on my mission and the potential I have to help others. It's really hard to help others if you are in survival mode, right? So that was a one driver of entrepreneurship to be very frank. And I want to be honest about that. Um, because, you know, if you are able to control the potential of your earning through entrepreneurship, it opens a lot of freedom. It opens a lot of doors because then you're not reliant on anyone else ever again for your, (laughs) for your needs, right? You have no limit on what you can create and what you can earn. And that allows you to then focus on your purpose and making the world better once you build that up um, because you never have to worry about losing your job right or pay cuts or any of that because you know how to make money on your own you know how to create things from nothing and offer them and be paid fairly for your time and energy right that's a skill you don't forget it's like learning to ride a bike so that's a huge benefit of entrepreneurship in the financial empowerment journey um and I also wanted to be able um, to then turn the focus from myself to the people I meant to help. Like I said, that is what financial security gives you. Um, I've always been super impact driven and that's what's motivated me always. It's actually not money, it's impact. I mean, that's why I've you know been in the nonprofit space for so many years. Um, and so when you have that financial empowerment, when you have that financial security, again, you're able to turn the focus from you and your own needs to serving others because you're good, right? So that that's what I wanted as well. Um, I wanted to be able to fully focus on others and helping others because that's ultimately what motivates me and drives me. And what I realized over time was that as an entrepreneur, you need to focus on both finances and business. So you can't focus on just business strategy, right? 
um, or just starting the business. Because if your personal finances are a mess, if your personal finances are a dumpster fire, or if they're not aligned with the business that you're building, with the entrepreneurship that you're diving into, then things are going to be off. As an entrepreneur, you need to have like that holistic alignment with your personal finances and with the growth and creation of your business. So on the financial side, let's talk about that first, right? Um, a lot of entrepreneurs actually avoid looking at the numbers, you know, bury their head in the sand. Um, you may have told yourself you're bad with money, that you're not good at managing money. Um, you may be in a position where you're not really planning for the future and retirement. You're you're not investing. You're saying, I'll, I'll do that later once my business is figured out. Um, you don't really have a strategy for managing the debt that may be, you know, un- increasing whether you like it or not. And these are all challenges that need to have a light shine on them that can really um, support your financial empowerment to face and to to have solutions for. So um, a lot of what I teach is financial strategies and systems that are really simple and effortless so that all this stuff can be figured out um, so that you can be crystal clear about your financial goals and how to get there so that you can be, you know, in alignment, knowing where every dollar is going for a purpose so that you can feel abundant and expansive with your finances and have a system and plan that supports that rather than something that feels really restrictive and makes you feel shame, you know, when you budget or or plan around your debt. Like we don't want like crash diets with our finances, right? We want something that's going to support us to expand. And we also want our finances to be oriented toward building wealth so that you can be exponentially growing as a person in your entrepreneurial journey. So that looks like making sure you have pathways for your money to be growing passive income and building wealth on its own. So you're not trading time for money as the only way to make money. So that looks like very practically, you know, in bank accounts, having your money in high yield savings accounts so that you can be earning the most free interest possible. Um, It looks like stock market investing so that your money can be growing at, a way higher rate than what you can get in any bank account and definitely more than it's losing in a bank due to inflation so that it can be growing and and helping you build wealth on its own, right? Um, It also looks like preparing to buy real estate is another way to be investing and growing your money and getting crystal clear about how much you're contributing to each of these pathways in your personal finances so that you can build momentum to reach the goals that you want. So that is the financial piece um, that I realize is necessary in the entrepreneurial journey, you know, kind of the challenges that went over the lot of entrepreneurs experience, and then some of the solutions um, in terms of strategies and systems that I recommend that can help you really get strong in that area when we look at finances and and business together to support you um, as you create what you're meant to create and and help people and build wealth through your business, right? Now let's talk about the business side of what um, is needed, right? And some quick tips for you in terms of getting your business started. So um, one trend I have seen look, you know, is that a lot of business owners 
think that they need financial coaching because of the situation they're in. But when I actually talk to them and go through all their finances for, I can't say a lot of people, because to be honest, I'm, I'm in the middle of doing like market research on this and talking to folks and learning more about needs. And I'd love to hear about your experience. If you want to share, um, reach out to me on Instagram at Adina Applebaum. But yeah, a lot of folks, business owners and entrepreneurs think that they need financial coaching, but what they actually need is business coaching often, right? So you need both, right? Um, so because we can do all of the financial stuff I just mentioned and get your strategy and systems down perfectly, which is super important. Like we can't ignore that. That's what I'm talking about. We need a hybrid approach that includes both. But at the end of the day, even if your personal finances are perfect, if you're not showing up in your business, if you're afraid to be visible, if you're afraid to be telling people how you can help them and getting your offers out there, and if and if you're afraid to be charging your value and you're <clears throat> underselling yourself, right? Like it's going to be really hard to build wealth. It's going to be really hard to have the income generation that you deserve to have to support yourself and your mission in your business. Um, so we really do need to focus on holistically both finances and business when you're an entrepreneur and you're tapping into that entrepreneurial heart you have inside to get ready to really build what you're meant to build um, is, is by building in strategies um, and systems for both your personal finances and your business. So let's talk about some quick business tips. So first of all, you want to be getting really clear on who you're meant to help, um, what problem you're here meant to solve, uh, meant to solve, right? And how you help, right? In that area, that looks like purpose clarity, getting clear on your ideal client, developing your offer, right? Um, you also want to be learning some basic business skills that are going to help you actually implement your business and make it a real business. So it's not just an expensive hobby, right? Um, but actually becomes a business. And that looks like marketing and sales skills. So, but doing it in a way that's going to be heart-centered, that's going to be ethical, that's going to be an integrity so that you're really focusing on serving, right? And the people that you're meant to help and using those tools in order to reach them, reach the right people, speak to them, so that they can find you if you're the one meant to help them, right? And then show them how you can actually help them, which is your offer. Plus, in addition to all of that, for both finances and business, there's a lot of mindset and energy work to be done that I'm just sharing from my personal experience has really been the needle mover. Um, you know, the strategy stuff is is so critical, but again, none of it's going to work if we don't also work on the mindset and energy going with that. So um, that stuff is really about, you know, how you can actually move past the doubts and fears that are holding you back from taking action in facing your finances, in starting your business, right? In showing up online, in sharing your voice, in telling people how you can help them, right? Um, so I hope this has been helpful to go over with you, like, this, what this looks like, this map of, of strengthening both your finances and your business in order to tap into entrepreneurship fully. Like, cause we established in the beginning of this episode, like if you're feeling those things I was describing, 
you're already an entrepreneur. And so then it just becomes about how, how to make it happen. And so I just went over a ton of um, high level, you know, steps and tips that are going to be important to help you get, get you there so that you can actually um, create the business that you're meant to create and tap into that endless potential available through entrepreneurship. I'm going to go over a couple more um, steps. So four steps to really get things moving for you in, in tapping further into this inner entrepreneurial heart that's already here so that you can express it and create with these four steps. So number one, um, and then number one is removing clutter. So we want to both physically in our environments, in our homes, and in our mind, reduce clutter. Clutter and negative thought loops in our minds distract us from our inner genius um, and distract our inner genius from having the space to be able to speak and shine through. Okay. Number two, giving space. In addition to decluttering, we want to intentionally Give, allow space for our entrepreneurial hearts to speak. It is a total game changer. So ask yourself what moments of your day can you carve out to give space to that voice inside who is dying to create an invite. So that voice um, that I was speaking about, that burning, sacral, fiery energy that led me to feel like almost angry and frustrated. It was dying to come out, was stuck inside that I talked about having back in five years ago in March, 2019, give space to that. Like it's, it's, you're feeling that frustration and that anger and that burning energy for a reason. It's dying to come out for a reason and it needs space to come out, right? Like if you're, if you're like busy running around all the time and ignoring it, it's going to get stifled, right? We want to allow it to flow through. Number three, follow what excites you. So if you're interested in a random hobby or topic, Follow that. Our inner entrepreneurial hearts often know exactly what skills and knowledge we need to develop powerful solutions to problems that our communities are facing so that we can go to the next level of our creative power. It may not make sense, but there's a reason you're interested. Okay. And then finally, number four, start to look at problems as opportunities. This is probably one of the most important steps of entrepreneurship in terms of actually creating a viable business is looking at problems as opportunities to provide a solution and forming a business around that. So if there's a problem that you or others in your community have faced that makes you pissed off, there's a reason you're having that emotional response. You're re there's a reason you're feeling that way. You might be the one who's meant to help solve it. That might be why you're feeling that way. So start looking at problems like that as opportunities to create solutions. Ask yourself, like, what could I do to help make this problem a little bit less painful for people? What support can I provide for this? How could I begin to address this problem? What would that look like in a business? Um, and if you want to brainstorm, I love talking about this kind of stuff, reach out to me. So that's really what entrepreneurs do. Um, so those are my tips for you on how to tap more into your entrepreneurial heart um, <clears throat> and what it looks like to really improve your finances and business to help get you there. If you are feeling ready to get started on this journey and go through all those steps I, I talked about of like overcoming, you know, fear of visibility, of charging, of um, in your business, you know, um, getting clear on how you help people, uh, what, you know, who you help, 
um, learning the sales and marketing skills, right? Doing the mindset work to be able to take action and also bringing your personal finances along with you. Like what I talked about with the alignment with every dollar where it's going, um, getting clear in your financial goals, making sure you've got your money growing in passive income, um, building a strong relationship with money. These are all things that I am so ready to help you with. I am building um, my next financial empowerment program currently that I'm so freaking excited to share. It's called Wealth Alchemy for Entrepreneurial Hearts. It's really meant for people who are new business owners, um, who are ready to get their finances super strong and get their businesses starting started. We're going to be working together really closely to make it happen. Um, and the pre-sale pricing is currently available to get in early um, in the first beta round, I'm going to be really uh, customizing the training and the material that I'm sharing to the questions of the folks in the first round. So it's going to be very special. This is the same thing I did with my um, signature program in immigrant finance called Immigrant Finance School. And yeah, the, that I still think of the first group of students all the time and how, you know, incredibly their questions helped develop the program. So um, I'll share the link below and reach out to me over on Instagram with any questions at the Dean Applebaum. I can't wait to talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.